everybody. Happy 4th of July week. Yeah. Welcome to Revival Town Podcast. I'm Chuck Tate. That's Andy King. How you doing, mate? I'm doing great, mate. How you doing? Yeah, it's a big week. It is a big week. The day that this goes out is July 4th. It's actually July 4th. So uh, what would you be typically doing on a July 4th, Chuck? I would be throwing down a hot dog. That's it? Yeah, that's it. That's, that's the only way you nope. celebrate your... Yeah, yep, I just... No. Um, usually, we do fireworks, but, uh, you know, my, my wife, has, has, she's been on, you know, been ill for four years. Sure, sure. It's been a, a tough time for the family and all that, but um, but what, what what we've been doing the last couple of years is we'll grill out, yep. and I'll have some other family over, yep. but we, we stay home, and... Um, instead of going to the fireworks, usually everybody goes to the fireworks. However, there's a new resort oh. that's right neck. I mean, right near our our home. Yeah, and it's a a lake resort, St. Cody Lakes. It's incredible, and they didn't they didn't do fireworks last year, but they did the previous year. I think they're bringing them back this year. But they oh. this fireworks show, and you can see them from our from our. Um, dining room. Oh, so we just sit in our house, or yeah. go, or I could go upstairs and sit on the balcony. Yeah, and, and just it's a, a really, really good show. Your house is pretty, pretty nice, mate. Oh, thank right you, now, thank now, <clears throat> let me let's let's explain Tate's house, right? <laughs> so, Tate's house was built when eighteen thirty six. Eighteen thirty six. Yep, it's been featured in a couple Hallmark movies. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> Such a dog. <laughs> but it, it was one of the original homes in that town, right? They literally yeah. built it, the town around it. It's one of the oldest homes in the entire Peoria area. Yeah. But yes. And it has this balcony. You go out of, is it the bedroom or something? And there's a balcony. Um, it's um, actually just in a hallway upstairs. Oh, there's, there's a step but tell out. the story yeah. about the balcony. So why um, it was there? I'm trying to remember the answer to my to my own story. Like, Wait, you, you just caught me off guard. You, Wait a minute. You told me the story that this road, right, went from Springfield oh. all the way to Chicago in front of your house. And this, didn't this used to be like a, not a bar, but one of the, um, or am I making this all yeah. up? <laughs> <laughs> But wasn't no, it? I'm trying to remember the story myself now. But no, it was um, one of the, one of the cross streets right outside our house. That's how you got to Chicago. Yeah, by by horse and buggy. Yeah, and um, so you, you know, it's been said that even Abraham Lincoln traveled. Yeah, probably yeah. traveled on that on on that road. So there's a lot of there is a, a lot of of history. And I'm, I'm trying to remember if our, if our house was, uh, I don't know if it was a saloon or, I, or not. But what you now, t- there's a newer addition on the back end of the sure, house, but sure. the, the main. But what you told me, or it may have been um, Jason. Who's it was a probably history, Jason. History so, buff. So we have a good friend who is a history buff, and and he knows more about the house I live in than I do. But he I did. Said, I, he said it was like, back in the day, it was like, um, not a hotel, but someplace where people could stay. So I guess that would be a hotel. Yeah, yeah. And way out somehow they would ring a bell or something to alert you that people not you personally and that's what that balcony was for to look out to see how far the okay that story came from him so okay uh, yeah it's probably not true though Uh, he's a liar (laughs) that's why we haven't had him on no (laughs) but no there is a lot of a lot of history and it's amazing it's like uh, a few weeks ago i was doing a 
um, a vow, a wedding vow renewal. Did it down at the end of my street. We have a, a nice river. I mean, area. Yeah. And like, it's really beautiful. It makes it sound like you live on a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Uh, but um, it's yeah. Um, but I, I did the. I met a woman and was down there because there's a a little bench area where you can sit and overlook the water and it's really nice and she lives in the the town that i live in it's just a, a, a small community and um we got talking she used to live in my house she what when she was a little girl she lived in my house so uh, my house is so old now there is a, a a newer back edition in a garage and things but um like in my in my son's room. Sorry, I just, yeah. I just looked at the camera, and there I am itching my ear. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. You, you've got to watch this on YouTube. It's way better than listening to it just audibly. Yeah, I'm telling the story. And you're over there just scratching your ear like a dog. No, so no, in the in my in my son's bedroom, he has this little doorway. You have to get on your hands and knees. Yeah, and it leads into this. It's like an enclosed, it used to be a stairwell. And that used to be, because there are stairs in a bathroom downstairs that have been ceilinged off. There's a ceiling, you can't get up them anymore. Yeah. But those would lead into this little passageway in my son's room. And we were told that's it was a servant's quarters. Wow. And that was the, the servant of the home that we live in at his own entrance. Wow, this is the longest intro we've I know, this is crazy. It was, it, but no, it's a, but yeah, That's so 4th of July, walk in on the balcony and yeah. watch the fireworks. That's and, good. And uh, man, uh, I'll, I'll ring the bell. Oh, come on, <laughs> ring the bell. But I tell you what, today's episode, you you don't want to go anywhere. This, what, you're the biggest fan of The Chosen. Uh, Why okay. don't you tell them? All right, so our guest today is Lada Silva. She plays Eden. Simon Peter's wife, yeah, in the Chosen, and um, it was this is really special. It's a great, great conversation. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna love this. You're gonna love her. Yeah. So sit back, relax with your Fourth of July hot dog and root beer, <laughs> and listen to this conversation with Lada Silva. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. All right, everyone, it's time for another conversation on Revival Town Podcast. After making her on-screen debut in 2016, our guest today, Lada Silva, got her big break in 2019 when she was cast as Eden in the TV series, The Chosen. And she's here right now. We can't wait to talk to her. Lada, welcome to Revival Town. Thank you, guys. Hello. Thanks for having me. Now, I just want to let you know, Chuck, and I'm a big fan as well, but Chuck is like the chosen groupie that you could ever imagine. Like when we had Dallas Jenkins on, like you could tell in the corner over there, we were in the same room as we record this, um, but he was like sweating, like because of getting this questions right. So just want to put that out there, right? I'm the super fan. 
That's amazing. It makes you feel any better. I'm also sweating. (laughs) That's great. What's such an honor to have you on today. I mean, um, obviously, we're both big fans of The Chosen. A lot of our listeners are fans of The Chosen, and we hope to introduce The Chosen to some listeners who might not be familiar. But we also want to get to know you. Who is Lada Silva? Who am I? Um, well, you guys, it's it's uh, crazy uh, who I am, right? Just like my story, <laughs> how I'm even here, how I'm an actress, all the things that God has kind of, um, you know, just laid out for my life. Um, I was born in Brazil, and now, whereabouts? Uh, about, whereabouts in Brazil? So I was born in uh, Minas Gerais. Okay. So it's a, a state. Um, it's actually, uh, I, I feel like it's about. Mm, south or northwest of rio de janeiro i guess like okay. that's probably one of the biggest like cities in minas Gerais. i think sure <laughs> my geography is not the greatest because i did move out of brazil so young yeah yeah um, yeah when i was about six years old um that's when my mom well i was three when i was three years old my mom uh she got a visa to come to the united states you know hit with the american dream sure. and um she uh, landed in South Florida and just like worked, you know, anything that she could uh, find to just like make a living. She met who I consider now my father. He raised me. Um, and then they got married. They had my brother and then they were able to come back to get me from Brazil. I was with my grandma. Oh, wow. So then, yeah. So then I moved to uh, America when I was six years old and then, um, you know, grew up with with um, my my mom, my dad, my family, and he's my dad has two other uh, daughters, and um, so we just you know we just did life together um, in in uh, in South Florida, and then um, my uh, parents ended up splitting up, and um, that was just really hard on on all of us, and um, you know it's it's um crazy that like i just i can't i feel like i can't tell my story like how i got to be an actor without sharing my testimony um how that all kind of came together at the same time um because growing up you know it wasn't always easy and my mom uh she grew up catholic but we you know, we, we didn't really go to church. Um, I never like owned a Bible or anything. I didn't have like my own relationship with Jesus. I didn't know who he really was. Um, and there just came a time in my life where, um, I graduated high school and I, I went to college and I wanted to be, um, in the sciences. I wanted to be a nurse or, or a microbiologist. I loved the anatomies and all my labs. And, um, but I realized that it just like, wasn't, quite for me I just something was off and then I just I wasn't pursuing God I didn't have you know that guidance in my life really that um I honestly made the like the abrupt decision to leave college um and then you know kind of just had to make a living and start working so I was bartending and and serving a lot and um and I just kind of hit a low really sad point in my life where I was like what am I gonna do like what am I doing with my life um and then my roommate at the time uh, asked me just like one of the most important questions was uh you know well well what were you what were you doing 
when you last felt truly happy. Mm. And I had to like think back. It was, you know, elementary school. I went to a performing arts school and it was like just a a time in my life where I was like, oh, this is amazing. I loved putting on plays and dances and performances and entertaining and never thought about it again after, you know, moving on. And um, she was like, you would be great at it. Like, why don't you just go for it? You know, and those words of encouragement sometimes is all that we really need. Yeah. And that night I Googled acting classes near me. I was like 23, 24 years old. And, you know, here I am thinking like, oh, I'm too old to start this. Like, this is like, what am I thinking? You know, like, it's like the enemy was already attacking me before I'd even started Um, but I showed up to my first acting class and I was like, this is it. Like everything in me was just like on fire. I'm like, this is where I belong. And then, um, it was around the same time I started going to church and just like hearing from God and, um, realizing that like, this is a gift that he like gave me that I was born with. And I, it's like, I didn't, he didn't allow me to find it almost until like I found him and, um, yeah, just yeah, the doors just started opening from there um, as I was pursuing God and, and figuring out who I was and and in in Him and just trusting Him. And uh, yeah, it's brought me full circle to a faith-based show wow. of like Chosen. So yeah, it was it was crazy. <laughs> so so how excited were you when when you got the call? I mean, obviously you didn't know then what it was going to be today. Right. But was it, was it, I mean, for somebody who, I mean, you, you moved from Brazil as a kid and then, um, grown up. So in Florida, right. Is that where you grew up? And then, um, at some point you ended up in, in church and established a relationship with, with God. And that's where you felt like, Oh God, I don't just enjoy this. Maybe God called me to do this. He's gifted me to do this. And, and then, um, I think I even read, didn't you even do like a Kentucky fried chicken commercial? I think I did. <laughs> I told you. I told you he 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 stalks people on the internet. So that was that was my first like commercial booking that I got and I it was like a almost like a training video too that I that I did for the employees for KFC and uh, that was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, well, if you look to the left out your window, I'm, I'm right there. Wait, wait, okay. <laughs> okay. We love it. Uh, so um, when you got the call, and obviously, did you have to go in and audition like, like for any role? Or how, yeah. how did that happen? So for me, I think my story is a little more unique with finding out about The Chosen and even getting the opportunity to audition for it because um, like most actors, we hear about projects or auditions through our agents. And I had an agent at the time, but it wasn't my agent who, um, who found out about The Chosen or who submitted me for it. So how I came to know about The Chosen was uh, three years prior to me even knowing about The Chosen or auditioning for The Chosen, I met um, a, a woman named Taylor Kalupa, and we instantly became really good friends. She was filming in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, no, I'm sorry. She was filming in Tennessee, but was visiting in Atlanta. We had mutual friends. I was visiting Atlanta from Florida. I was doing like a casting workshop and we just clicked right away. And um, we, you know, remained friends, even though she went back to, she lived in California. So she's there in LA. Um, Taylor then started working at a casting office as an associate 
in um, in LA. This was again, yeah, three years later. So she's working at Beverly Holloway's casting office, which turns out to be the casting office that the Chosen is using to cast, you know, the Chosen. So she, as an associate, she saw like the breakdown and she saw um, the role of Mary Magdalene and she thought of me and she was just like, I, she's like, this is awesome. Like, take a look at it. If you want to audition for it, I think you should. And so she sent it um, through, through my agents and then I auditioned for it. And like with most things, it's like, you never know what's going to happen from it. Um, and she didn't even let the casting director know that like she knew me. It was just sort of like, here it is. Sure. Do your yeah. best. Good luck, you know? Yeah. And um, I sent it in and um, the casting director, Beverly, she loved my, my take on it and she sent it to Dallas and then Dallas watched it and he loved it. And he was like, um, I guess he, I didn't know at the time, but he was like, well, I don't quite see her as Mary Magdalene. Like she's maybe a little young or hasn't like quite suffered enough. It's <laughs> like how he worded it. Um, to Mary Magdalene. <laughs> or his version of like what you yeah. know, he pictured. But uh, his wife, Amanda, she saw my, my tape and was like, you know, she would, she should audition for Eden Simon's wife. She would, I think she would make a great Eden. And Amanda has like such a great vision and such a, uh, she made, such a impact on on casting the chosen and um so i then a couple days or weeks later i don't know i sent in another like 12 page audition for eden and then um didn't hear anything back and then i got an email saying that dallas wanted to do like a skype just interview uh to get to know me and so when we got on, he was just like, thank you so much for reading, you know, for both roles. You did great. Uh, I'm not going to have you, you know, read again, but I just kind of wanted to get to know you. And, um, and yeah, and I was like, okay, cool. But still like gave me no indication of like, if I booked it or not. And he was just like, oh, you know, just wanted to meet you. Uh, it was uh, uh, great to, great to have you read. And uh, we'll, we'll talk soon. <laughs> 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 great. great. I was like, all right, cool. You know, I'm actors. like, all right, you send it and you forget it. And hopefully, you know, we'll see. Um, but then I got the call that I booked it and um, it was just incredible. I, I didn't know at the time, I knew that it was special, but I didn't know just how life-changing it would be sure. for the world, for myself, for our castmates, anybody that just is a part of it or watches it. And um, yeah, it's mind-blowing still. <laughs> how how long is it from from when you sent that in uh, to your friend in LA um, mm-hmm. to you um, getting getting the call from Dallas? How long was that? Because for um, me, I, like I'm very impatient, so yeah. I'd be like calling every other week. Like, hey, <laughs> oh, the thing is, it's like we can't even call because, like, yeah. most of the time you have to just send it and oh, forget it, literally, yeah, because yeah, they yeah. don't tell you, they don't give you any feedback. Really, they don't yeah. tell you if it was good or bad. They're just like, oh, well, if you don't hear anything, then you didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, it is what it is, and you're just like on to the next. But it was about, I think, two months wow. that had gone by between sending it in and then getting the call that I and then from it. the call when how long was that for you to go and record you know actually do start it. filming yeah start filming um i believe it was 
It wasn't long. It was probably a few weeks. Oh, okay. okay. Wow. Yeah. 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 Sometimes it'll give you a whole lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> so before you got the call, obviously you, you, you did the reading, you submitted it. And as an actress, you're used to doing auditions and sometimes you hear back and sometimes you don't and they go with you sometimes and sometimes they don't. For, for this role, what, like when you read it, is it something that like you really wanted bad? Yeah, yeah. it was. And like, for the most part, when as an actor, like when you read for for auditions, like you always really want it, right? You want to book the job. You want to be able to to be able to like do what you love and and go to set and film it. But even just reading the script, I was like, whoa! Like a lot of faith based things that you read or, or movies you watch or shows about Jesus aren't aren't that great or that relatable. And I just remember reading, and I was like bawling my eyes out you know mm. it was um uh, mary magdalene's all of her scenes really yeah. for the first like couple of episodes of season one and just that that it, it humanizes you know who these people were and then just showed the love of jesus and like who he really is um that was so special so of course i wanted it so bad i was like God, this, I was like, wouldn't this be a great story? Like, you know, <laughs> if I booked it, because then I could share that, like, I was a struggling actor and I didn't know you. And then I came to know you and I kept following my dreams and pursuing you. And then I booked a show. Like, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> and then uh, uh, he was he like, was, yeah, yeah, he heard me. Yeah. yeah. And then here I am. <laughs> and, and he also saw you. Man, that's so, um, so you you get to the set that first day. No one knows if this is going to even if if ten people are going to tune in, right? I mean, this is a leap of faith for you and for everyone that's involved. Yeah. Um, what was the vibe like then, mm-hmm. and then coming on to the second season where? millions of people have watched it now and now you're like this is legit because you didn't know i mean you knew that dallas was legit you knew that what they were trying to do was legit but you didn't know if people were gonna because there's been a million and one films about jesus and some are great some are terrible (laughs) you know um what was the difference between season one and two, walking on that first day and then walking on in second season. And then going into three. Yeah. And then going into three, which is recorded now. Yeah. it's a, It was, wow, what a journey. I think about uh, the first day, right, when I stepped on set. Um, the, ca- or the cast and crew were incredible. Everyone was just so welcoming, so, so sweet. Um, and you could feel something special about this this set. Um, and I was really, really nervous. This was like one of the biggest things that I had booked where it was longer than like one line. You know, I actually got to like, I I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, I really needed to like, just rely on God, like God, somehow I'm here, but like, I am so nervous. I don't know what I'm really doing and hope like I, the only thing I can do is really rely on you that like all of the preparation and, and the work that I've been doing, um, will serve it justice and, and just give this story life and who Eden is. And then as I settled into the role, I just felt 
so at peace and just so excited for this show. But again, still didn't know like who would watch it or like what it would be. And then after the first four episodes were released and it just started like, you know, because we only had funding for the first four and it was it just started picking up and people all around the world like wanted to watch more. And then um, and then getting to go back, you know, because we split it up into season. Season one was split up half and half. And then getting to go back and finish it out was like, wow, like we've got something, yeah. you know, let's pray that like we get funding for the rest of, of the seasons because this is this is amazing. And then to see what God has done and then how it's grown and the people that are involved, like our, our crew and our people that, that are helping to make this show happen have grown. People have poured in their, their funds and their love and their prayers into the show. And then going into season two, I was only in one episode and it was the last episode of season two for Sermon on the Mount. And I was so excited to see you, by the way, just so you know. That, that was, that was, oh, that was amazing. Yeah. Um, to see all of the all of the fans that were there as extras, it was so overwhelming. It was just like, whoa! Like we really felt like rock stars. Honestly, like <laughs> yeah. they were so excited to see us, and we're like, who are we? We're like, we're we're just like we're just little actors, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, the love was just immense. And, and there was there was even some some top. Uh, Christian musicians that came right Kerry Job was there and Cody and a bunch of others what yes. was that like because because I mean I think we forget Chuck that like for us watching The Chosen now we've we've and I don't want to use the word fan because that can go weird right but but we become fans of the actors and actresses yeah and then someone like Kerry Job shows up that we're all, fan, you know, she's been uh, to Peoria many times and I've uh, helped put on events here uh, with her and, and Cody. And then the most down-to-earth people, but when you're not that close, right, you, mm-hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, like, but then you have to remember, but she is probably a fan of yours now. Yeah, it was so strange. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to meet her. I wish I did, but I, I remember... I, I knew that they were there yeah. and because um, while the concerts were going on, I'm not sure. I don't think that we were, we were there on set. Um, but yeah, I, it was really cool knowing that like they were there and I'm, I'm a huge fan too of like the artists that were there. And sure. I, I wish I'd gotten to meet her. Um, oh gosh. Yeah. It was, it's so surreal to think that they're fans of us. Yeah. <laughs> like, <little old laughs> Well, us. <laughs> well, can you can you take us through a typical day of shooting? What's it like? I'm sure that we have listeners that would love to know what goes on behind the scenes. I, I way way back in the day, I was an extra in a movie called Riot with uh, the late Carmen, who was a, a musician, right, a Christian artist, and um, it was shot in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I played a, a Chicago City police officer, and I'm on screen for like three seconds. <laughs> and and um, <laughs> but that that scene when people watch the movie, and I, I was literally there all night long. It, it began yeah. at like eight o'clock at night, and we went till three in the morning. And it was one scene of uh, putting a guy into a, an ambulance. A guy got anyway. I won't go into yeah. it. But like, can you take us through what's what's it? it? Yeah. It's got to be just so so crazy. Yes, it is. Um, I think back to just like 
recently because we're, we're filming season three now. And, um, uh, the last, the last thing I, I shot, um, we were actually, it was like sermon on the Mount still. And, um, you know, you arrive pretty early and, um, usually, you, you know, you get your breakfast or whatever, then they call you up and do your hair and makeup. And then, yeah, uh, you're, you know, sitting kind of waiting to be okay. They're ready for you on set. So then you, you get to set and then you're just there all, all day for the most part. Um, and it's, it's long, but it's so, it's so cool. Like, I don't know how else to, to describe it. Um, you know, when you love what you do, it's like, there's you're you're just having a great time yeah it's not work you love it you're called to yeah. do it right yeah exactly wow. yeah and we just do the same scene whatever it is that we're you know we're doing that day over and over and over again um in, with different angles and different sides and then different camera lenses so that you get the whole picture of what's happening and then when they cut and edit it all together like that's what you end up seeing but that take it takes all day long wow yeah yeah well what has been because there's been so many um scenes with you in it and not in it obviously um because you can't be in every scene right but um but what uh what have been some of your favorite moments what's your favorite moment uh mm-hmm. as you've been filming or even looking back and going that was that was pretty special to be there when that happened yeah um honestly what comes to mind is is uh for season two filming the sermon on the mount and seeing the sea of beautiful people like god's people that are there to support us and they're bearing it at the time it was really cold so it's crazy how like this time around everybody was really really hot and melting for season three (laughs) sermon on the mount but meanwhile like Back in season two, when we ended the the the, uh, the episode, it was freezing cold, and everyone was there bearing it with us and wow. just loving every minute of it, or possibly not because it was so cold. <laughs> um, so that was incredible to be a part of. I was so happy to have been there. Um, and then some of the scenes that come to mind for for myself that's just so memorable. Um, was the scene at the wine press with Simon and I, this was in season one, I believe it was episode five and it was about a five and a half minute scene. And that's a long time, you know, of dialogue. And he's explaining to me about what happened the night before. And, you know, the spoiler alerts here all, you know, obviously. (laughs) One of my favorite scenes of season one, that's one of my very favorite scenes out of all. Yeah, 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 he comes to explain what just happened, but like they had just had a fight the night before. So like as an actor, it's just a dream to be able to go through this emotional, beautiful roller coaster of of a scene to tell the story of, you know, I'm I'm upset with him because we didn't have a you know, we had a, a fight the night before and. Then he comes home and he tells me about the miracle of the fish and what Jesus did and how now he's being called to follow him. And it's just like, whoa, you know, that was so, so amazing to get to to do and be a part of it and um, to help tell that story with Shahar, who is an incredible actor who plays Simon Peter. I feel like I didn't really have to do much except just like listen to him and be in that moment of like, 
wow, like this is what Jesus does. He calls us to do things that are just out there, but like we're just going to put our trust in him and pray that he's going to, you know, guide us through. And that was so cool to, to get to that scene well so you ki- was- you killed it by the way you do yeah. such an excellent excellent job i can't imagine not having eaten that's what i love about dallas and the writers they've done a good job of 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 really displaying the human side of the story we read these passages and we, we read we know obviously by reading the bible that that peter that simon peter when he was married and that jesus healed some law but i don't think before the chosen many people thought about hey i wonder how I wonder who Peter's wife was, right? right. And I yeah. think that's what makes it so so awesome. And and that scene, yeah, you it's emotional in the wine press, and people are just you know. For me, it was man, like well, for everybody, I think that's that's why one of the reasons why the show is so successful. Yeah, yeah, but, I agree. Yeah, would you say me. Would you say that scene or that episode is your favorite episode? That. That for sure is one of my favorite scenes with Shahar. And then also just that powerful scene where, um, you know, I'm really upset with him and I'm telling him, like, I need you to be the man that I married. Like, you're you're not, you know, you're not um, following God and, and the way that, you know, you should be. And, you know, we're, we're in debt and like you're... Fishing you know, on Shabbat. exactly that was a really powerful scene as well for me and that was um i remember it was i think it was one of the last takes that we did and it was on my coverage for that um and just the feeling that came over me after that scene and it was the last i knew that it was the last take because we thought we had it to take before dallas like loved it he's like we got it We're, we're gonna wrap and i remember our our director of photography, Akis, was like, I just need one more, you know? And then I I was like, gosh, I don't know if I have another one in me. And I literally got on my knees and I was like, <laughs> I was like dear Lord, <laughs> please help me here. And um, I just remember getting back up and just like delivering. Yeah. And I couldn't have done that without honestly the prayer and like what came over me. And then giving that last line, and, you know, maybe God can get your attention now. No more talking, whatever it was. And then I, I remember, like, walking away. And there was, like, a pin. You could hear a pin drop. And I, I don't know who it was, but all, somebody was like, damn. <laughs> like, in the, <laughs> the microphone. And then, no, we all erupted. Yeah, it was, like, such an emo- But it, like, wow. broke that that yeah. tension that yeah. sadness of the emotional scene and then it kind of we all just like laughed and it was you know we were done and i remember like dallas just like gave me such a big hug and like to, for your director to feel proud of you mm, like it yeah. was like your dad feeling you know when you're like your your dad is so proud of you like, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> like when he hugged me it was just like yes i did it yeah, so good <laughs> so, yeah so you're in the middle of season three yes um and you mentioned you, the last season you had that one scene. Are you in more in, in season three? Yeah, a lot more, a lot okay. more uh, to come, which I'm so excited about for everyone to see, sure. uh, you know, our story and what the, the writers have done um, with Simon and Eden's storyline for season three. 
And, um, you know, it's, it's not, uh, it's not always easy. So that's all, you know, that's all oh. I can do. Oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, um, um, so, and just so people understand, so you're, where you live though, you, you don't live near doubt, uh, it's in Texas where the studio is right now. You, you yeah. don't live near there though, correct? Nope. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. So, um, I actually, I go back to film at the end of July, I have some dates in August and some dates in September as well for filming. So okay. we still have a little ways to go to finish out. Yeah. Sorry, um, sorry, Chuck. It's not going to be a uh, end of summer <laughs> release. Yeah, no. yeah. No, I, well, no, I already read. It's looking like the end of December, early January. Is that correct? When it's going to come out? I believe so. so. Okay. I think that they're going to work really hard to edit at least you know one or two episodes i'm not sure um to hopefully release by you know by december or hopefully the end of the year maybe as a christmas gift to us all oh, <laughs> yes yes well I, I i know you mentioned atlanta and i know um and andy is really excited to talk about what your husband does all right but uh, before we get to that one, one more question i have um is I, I, there's a scene where jesus says he sees you Right. Mm-hmm. And all the things that you're that are going on internally. Right. It's a powerful, powerful scene from 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 season one. Um, obviously, Jonathan Rumi does such a good job portraying Jesus. And it's probably easy to get into that role with him just because, yes. you know, is um, has this just being on the show? Has it increased your faith? Has it has this impacted you and your relationship with Jesus? Absolutely. Um, it's even changed how I view my career. Um, you know, before it was just so like, I just wanted to do, I wanted to do so well and I wanted to book jobs and I would audition and I wouldn't hear back and I would just be a mess of like anxiousness. And after booking the chosen and then just really experiencing Jesus and and our relationship, growing my relationship with, with Christ. And then, Honestly, it's such a strange thing, but like acting with Jonathan alongside him and like how he portrays Jesus, it's like it really it connects like such a, a beautiful like my my acting world with my real world and um, and who Jesus really, really is. And it's it's such a beautiful like connection. Yeah. And because um, for me, acting is such a spiritual journey. Um, like I can't do it without uh, connecting spiritually and, and like really having Jesus like guide me through it all. So I'm just at peace, you know, and like it's not always it's not always that way. Like I still struggle with, you know, feeling like I'm, you know, sometimes not praying enough or sometimes I'm just caught up in my own worries and what I, you know, my own way of doing things. And I I've, it's like I'm still struggling with it, but um, you know, just being honest with myself and going back and grounding and and really getting back into into prayer and and really connecting with Jesus is like it's now it's almost like working that spiritual muscle. Mm. It's like easier for me now to to come to him versus yeah. like before feeling like, oh, I'm not good enough or I'm not you know, yeah, yeah like all of these fears and anxieties, um, especially in the acting world. So, uh, uh, so yeah. that's so good. Now, yeah. how how has it been? Um, and we we talked before we we came on um, 
uh, and you know the chosen you can do it for a long time obviously as long as as uh, people are getting behind it which people have got behind it and and then some um, but what about uh, other things coming down the pipeline as far as as acting for yourself is there anything else happening well currently um, I'm going to film in West Palm Beach, Florida. I leave uh, the Sunday actually for a week and I'll be filming a, a feature film that was written and um, is being directed and produced by uh, some two teachers that I met from the King's Academy and as well as, well as two students who have come up with this idea for a film. Yeah. And I met them last year when I went to um, to speak to a few of the students at the King's Academy and I met them and it was, uh, I, I spoke to some of the film students and they were so incredibly smart, like smarter than me, honestly, because I didn't go to like school for, <laughs> for, for film, like they could teach me. Um, but it was so cool to get to know them. And then they came up with this, this movie and um, I've seen some of their work too, that they've done as students last year. And uh, they asked me to be a part of it. And I was so flattered. I was like, of course, you know, I, I would love to. And I, um, their script is incredible. It's such a fun, like, it's it's got a little bit of, like, mystery. It's got some funny, like, comedic, you know, awesome things in it, too. Um, and um, I'm excited to, to be a part of it with them. That's cool. So wow. I get to do that next week. That's wow. cool. Well, we're excited for you. Well, that's brilliant. Now, okay. We've got to get back to what yeah. your husband does. <laughs> I know you're excited. Oh, come on. So for those for those who are listening, and we have people from all over the, the world listen to the show. We have a lot of people from the UK, obviously, because of, of uh, connection um, yeah. and being from England, football, real football, the, the football you kick with your foot. Um, yeah, yeah, um, is is a real big deal. Um, and your husband uh, is on staff at Atlanta United. Do you want to tell us he a little did. bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm so proud of what he does. It's so exciting, and he's so so good at it. He's so passionate about it. The uh, he's a coach for the 17s for the Atlanta United Academy, and so essentially they are really just um you know building these boys up and yeah. and um they're training them to either become pros and join our first team for Atlanta United or maybe go off and join another team in the MLS or sometimes even go abroad internationally and sure. and go play for you know somewhere in in England or in Spain or wherever yeah. they end up or or just college you know yeah. so um they are they are so good um and so he's currently um, coaching the 17s now they're really busy they're constantly it's an important team sure. so they're always traveling and um you know playing in their in their um uh what's it called gosh i'm going blank um the league yeah playoffs and all those things yeah. are coming to an end of the season that's what it is okay. so um yeah they're busy yeah i just recently like i've we're about two hours from Chicago, so Chicago Fire. I've been to many of their games, and um, but uh, just and a few. One of our friends was the chaplain for the Chicago Fire. That's right, Fire. yeah, Dave Mudd, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, because um, so this gentleman that he's been on the podcast before, he was the chaplain, and I remember getting pictures from him when LA Galaxy were there, and it was when Beckham was playing for the LA Galaxy. 
and I'm a crazy Beckham fan. Like my son's middle name my is Beckham. Too. Yeah, so I mean, it's <laughs> it's crazy. So, but um, just a few weeks ago, I was in LA. My my boys live out in LA, working out there, and um, they took me to an LAFC game, and I don't think I've been. So now it may be different in Atlanta. I have not been to an Atlanta game, but it was the craziest fans that I've ever seen. And um and you know, in England they are crazy. <laughs> I was right? gonna say, yeah. They are crazy. They're a lot more passionate. Oh sure. man. But <laughs> yeah, you were sending me videos. I could, oh, yeah. I couldn't even believe how 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 crazy it oh, was. Yeah. The environment it, it was the closest. And I I I yeah. honestly texted Andy and said I'll give you a hundred bucks if you take your shirt off and go, to go jump over the rails and run on the field. Right, right. Revival Town podcast on your chest, but yeah. no, they do that. Yeah, With the flags oh, so and everything. Fun. Oh yeah, it's it's amazing. Oh, and I'm Atlanta sure Atlanta's is like that. Yes, it's so much fun. I mean, we have at least every game. Our supporters are incredible. At least forty thousand. Wow. You know, every game, sometimes more. Yeah, show yeah. up, and our supporter section is amazing. You know, yeah. the drums and all oh, the, the yeah. songs, and everybody's standing and chanting, and um, it's rare you see anyone sitting. So it's so fun. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 uh, I love the culture now. I, growing up, I'm you know I'm Brazilian, but yeah. we never really went to soccer games, and I didn't know anything until I met my husband. So he always kind of made fun of me uh you know until <laughs> this day where it's like you're the only brazilian i've met who really knows little about soccer but like now i know more, yeah yeah so. <laughs> that's good that's good well we had to get that that in because i know i know uh yeah. um, andy so do you support then are you manchester united fan or are you liverpool fan manchester or? united Yay! Yeah, yeah, see, okay. there we go, there we go. I love you even more. And, yeah, so, and the reason, let me let me give a bit of background here because all my English friends are going to literally right. stop following me. Um, so I was originally from Coventry, which is in the middle of England, that area, okay? Coventry City was uh, the, the football team closest to me. So supported them all my life. We won the FA Cup one year. Uh, it was amazing. But when I came to America 30 years ago, there was zero football from England on TV. Zero. The only time they would play it is the FA Cup, the one game a year. Then they started putting one game on a month, but every game was Manchester United. (laughs) And so I was like, and it was the Beckham era and all the guys, you know, that were winning everything. And I'm like... I just got to go United, yeah, because it's the only ones. They were the only ones I could watch. So, yeah. if Coventry ever come back into the Premier League, which they nearly did this year, I'm in a bit of a dilemma. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, You're going to be a little stuck. Yeah, there. yeah. So, but I had to let, let let that out because I know there's a lot of Brits right, that would be like be throwing upset. stones at me right now. <laughs> my brother-in-law is a Liverpool fan, so my, I have a brother-in-law. He's from Indonesia. He's Chinese from Indonesia. Huge soccer. Yeah, there's guy. always one around. Yeah, somewhere. I know. But, right, uh, George, who plays John, is a huge Liverpool fan. He's Australian, so oh. uh, it's funny. He met my husband recently when my husband came to set. And uh, they got to talking, and you know they're fine. <laughs> but it's it's funny. Yeah. Wow. Well, um, so you've got a busy year still with the chosen, um, yeah. and then obviously we know we know there's going to be more seasons just because of the way people have have yeah. done this. How does that work with you with work? Like, do they book you 
for the season? Is it for an extended period? Are you obviously you're doing this work that you mentioned in West Palm Beach, but are, well, you, are you you're able to obviously go and do other work as long as it doesn't collide? How does that work? Absolutely, yeah. So. Uh, with season three, they uh, I'm contracted, you know, obviously, um, as long as it doesn't interfere. So, for instance, I have a few dates, you know, in between filming that I am available. For instance, you know, I'm, I'm home now for the month, so we don't go back to film until July. So this came up and the dates worked out where I'm able to go and do it. Um, and then in between season three and four, since we don't know when season four will start filming, um Again, as long as, you know, I, I kind of let the chosen know, like, hey, this came up. Do we are we really sure that sure. these dates will work? And if if so, obviously, yes, you know, we can we can do other work. But the chosen is, you know, it's priority yeah. as it as it is. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Wow, that's good. Well, Lada, thank you so much for for taking the time to, to come on. And I know that those listening have um, been inspired and it's great to get some some information it's great to kind of hear the stuff that goes on especially be, as you're the, the super scenes. fan yeah you know. yeah. <laughs> I love it. yeah of course thank you guys this has been fun yeah <laughs> do you know all the cast no. <laughs> i can introduce you that'd be great man so well um i'm i would like to pray and um it's great to hear your story and it's awesome to see how God's hand was on you, even in Brazil. He knew that you would end up in the United States. Yeah. He yeah. put that passion in you to be an actor. And now you're fulfilling that that calling. And it's impacting not just thousands of people, but millions yeah. of people. So number one, thank you for your obedience. And you do such an, uh, an excellent job. And I know there are people listening that, that look up to you. And, and perhaps they now have, you know, a passion to, to act or do whatever, but I'm going to take a moment and just, and, sure. just, and, and pray and bring it all home. That's okay. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. yeah. Father, right now, we just thank you so much for, for Lada, the impact that, that she's had through the chosen and the impact that she's had through other endeavors and um, life moments. We just thank you for what you've done in her and through her. Yeah. And we just lift up every person who who's listening, who has dreams on the inside of them that they'd love to step out and fulfill as they have heard Lada's story. They're inspired and, and that expands their faith. So I just pray, Lord, that you will lead and, and you will direct. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for, for leading Lada. We thank you that you're going to lead God, every single one of us who, who is listening today, and I just pray, Lord, that you will bless Lada and her, and her husband and every project that, that she's going to work on. We just commit the rest of the shooting to you um, for, for season three. We thank you for what you're going to do in um, forthcoming seasons, and we just ask you, God, right now to just move in every single heart of every person listening today. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 <laughs> Thank you. That was yeah. beautiful. Well, thank you. What we want to do now is we want people to be able to connect with you. Obviously, social media and the chosen. Just just let folks know how they could get to know perhaps you more or even the chosen more, um, so that they can follow a little more. Definitely. So, um, Instagram. I'm I'm pretty. I'm, I tried to be pretty present on Instagram. Um, 
So, uh, and also the chosen too. The chosen is really, really good about um, connecting us. And sometimes we'll do lives together. And you know, um, I'm gonna try to get better as well in being more present and like, like so that people can get to know me a little bit more too. I know some of the castmates have done lives where they do Q and A's with with everybody. So I will be doing that as well. Um, my Instagram handle is at Lada underscore Silva. And um, that's L-A-R-A-S-I-L-V-A. And um, yeah, I sometimes with, with DMs, um, honestly, they may get kind of lost in there just because um, there's, you know, there's there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but to I, I definitely try to, to check them um, every now and then. And um, if something catches my eye, especially when people are so loving and they have like, words of encouragement, um, for me or to, you know, say how much the show has impacted them. That means, that means the world. And I may not always get to reply, but I do, I do see them. And so, um, I want to get better too at just like connecting live so that people can, can talk and, and yeah. get to know well. And even so. artwork, people do artwork and send it to you, right? Uh, yes, so. I've seen, yes. Um, I, I see things more often if I'm tagged in it because I'll get notifications. So sure. for messages, um, sometimes I'll turn that that off um, just because sometimes too, just like for my mental health sake, because yeah. not everybody's very nice either. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I do see things uh, more um, on notifications. So if they tag me in something or um, comment on something sure. that I have posted, I see those because um, I'll go actually in the comment section and read and I'll, I'll like, you know, everyone's everyone's um, support and all of that. And um, sometimes I'll comment back and everything. So that's that's, so that's always fun. Yeah. yeah. So listeners, uh, Lada underscore Silva, right? Instagram. Yes. All right. Um, now, uh, we do something at the end of every uh, show conversation called the big three. And so yeah. we are going to ask you three questions, rapid fire. Spontaneous. Spontaneous. Um, okay. uh, Chuck, I know you're the super fan. Do you want to, do you want to, do you want to start this one? <laughs> All right. What is one of your top three movies? Top three movies go. Okay. Right now coming to mind is Twister. Love oh. Twister. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I love, um, the, the Pirates of the Caribbeans. Oh. All of them. I hope and, they do and, another one. Hey, Johnny, come on. You got to get coming back. back. I just read. They did. They're bringing them back. They oh. said now that the trial's yes. over, Jack Sparrow's. Coming That's back. incredible. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And, um, honestly, just like the classic, like Titanic. I'm just such a like nineties, like love the romance and the yeah. drama, <laughs> the long movies. Yeah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so you can end up on a Hallmark movie. Maybe. Okay. I hope so. Yeah. Hallmark, if you're out there listening, hire me. Come on. Come on. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Because also, Chuck is the super fan of Hallmark Channel. I am not yes. joking. He has got t shirts and everything. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I love Hallmark too. Oh, oh, that's so. great. Okay. So, um, my question for you is Atlanta. Yeah. If we're coming to visit you, we're not, right? Especially with Superfan over there. But where are you taking us to eat? Oh, my gosh. You've just hit a beautiful place in my heart. I love food. (laughs) 
So my brother-in-law, he's a beverage director for one of the um, one of the restaurant groups here in Atlanta. It's called the Porchetta Group, and it's uh, Italian. And we they've got like four restaurants right now. Um, Grana is probably one of the places we'd probably take you with. If you if anybody's in in, in Atlanta, go to Grana and order the meatball flights. Mm. It's like five or six different meatballs. Amazing. Obviously, they've got great Italian um, food, um, pizzas and and pastas and Mm. traditional uh, deliciousness. And then Mm. they've got um, some other Italian inspired eclectic restaurants as well, like certain things that you wouldn't normally see on on uh, your typical, you know, menu. So there's the White Bull and then there's also um, uh, Bastone. So those three. Yeah, uh, I want to check this out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they're all different, like food, all different, like vibes, and and yeah, it's cool. They're also opening like up if you're if you're into oysters, they're opening one up uh, with you know fresh shucked oysters. I don't wow. know, it's crazy. They've just got they're taking over Atlanta. So wow, that's good. Any of those? <laughs> wow. That's good. Okay, last yeah. question. All right, so my last question is going to be chosen related. All right, I want to cool. know um, who's the funniest cast member. Oh my gosh, it's gotta be George or Noah. Like those two. So George, who plays John, and then Noah James, who plays Andrew. I mean, they are so funny. Like even right before sometimes we're doing takes, they're just like chattering and making (laughs) us laugh. And then they yell action and we're like, yeah, you know, you find those Andrews are normally pretty funny. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, this is true. <laughs> this is true. Very true. Yeah. They're, they're uh, well, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on to Revival Town podcast today. This has been a blast. I know people are going to love hearing this, and uh, you'll have to come back on perhaps uh, uh, when a, another season or two yeah. is in, in the can. You can come in and talk about that. That'd be amazing. Yeah, once you guys watch season three, I'm sure you'll have lots of questions yeah. for me. Right? Yeah, oh, I can't wait. Oh, you just oh. made Chuck's day. I tell you, <laughs> well, I was there. I was excited in the live stream when when Dallas said that you were going to have um, a larger role in season three because you know season yeah. two it was yeah. great to have you show up for a certain amount. But yeah, looking forward to it. Can't wait. Excited too. It's it's nerve wracking, but you know, I'm again. I'm just gonna pray that God leads me through it because yeah. it's. We're about to all be in for it. We're going right. for a ride. Great. All right. Well, <laughs> well thank, thank you. you. <laughs> yeah. Go on, Chuka. <laughs> Sorry. I was, hey, thank you for taking for taking us for a ride today. We appreciate your time. Honored to have you on today, for real. Of course. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I thought we'd bring this in just because you're probably uh, right now sitting outside in your little wading paddling pool <laughs> wading paddling pool <laughs> with your with your hot dog in one hand and your coke in the other root as in beer. as in drink root beer yeah root beer yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's yeah. 4th of july i i yeah. you know but are you are you, are you a root beer type of guy i am i like root beer yeah i yeah, used to but, get it in england at the mcdonald's that was the only place you could get it in england back then really and it would taste like there was a an English medication called <laughs> it was called germaline, okay. and it was like if you had an ache in your arm, you'd rub it in, and whenever you if you taste, had an ache in your stomach, you drink it. In. Well, when you oh, tasted yeah. it, it had that oh, type okay. of smell. It was weird, but it was amazing. Wow, cool. 
So there well, you go. Well, well, that was a great conversation. Thank you, Lada. Oh, um, man. She's awesome. Yeah. I, and we, she was at the end, even when we got off the main call and we were just talking, she was leaving some some bits on the table about this next Jesus. season. Oh, oh man. man. You want to so, get and download that. Download quick. the chows. The the, the chosen. <laughs> the chosen. Download the chosen. Hey, so check this out. So the ch- season one yeah. is is on the Rock Church mobile app. Oh. Because Subsplash, the company that produces church websites and app mobile apps, um, has some kind of deal worked out with the chosen or permission. And so it's available on anyone that has Subsplash on their app so the chosen season one is on rock church app how cool well, is that? that's cool that's yeah. good mate yeah. yeah yep well that was a, a great conversation and uh you know this time of year there's there's been some incredible movies come out yeah maverick oh man right maverick top gun um as we're recording this you know uh jurassic park Ooh. Oh, that's where we're going tomorrow. Oh. Jurassic Park. Are you really? Yeah, 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 yeah. My wife, my wife is the biggest Jurassic Park fan. Like, if I walk into the house, it's on. Like, she loves it. All the if, different if you, ones. If you walk into the house. Yeah, like, like just say I've been out for the last, you know, say I've been out or something like that. Yeah, I'll yeah. walk in and she'll be watching it. Oh, like she, okay. I didn't know what you meant. You're she, just like, she, she loves if it. I, yeah. Oh, she's the biggest fan. If I walk into the house, I, <laughs> she starts cheering. <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, the king then, is home. No pun intended. <laughs> well, and then I watched, uh, you know, we, before the pandemic, we very rarely, rarely went to the cinema, right? Yeah. But I think we've been to see Oh, three. the cinema. I haven't heard Cin- of that. Let's go to the cinema. So we 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 went to Downton Abbey, okay. the new Downton Abbey. Oh man, that that was that wow. was really good. And then uh, we went to see Maverick, Top so Gun. I didn't see it yet. You haven't seen it I yet. I haven't seen it. Well, you know what? By the time this airs, I probably have I will have I will have seen it. But yeah. but um, I just watched the original Top Gun like a week ago. I'm not joking. I laid in bed. And I watched like, it on my phone. What, what do you mean? Netflix. What, wait, what do you mean? I for never, the first time? For the first time. What? Yep, yep. I don't know why. I don't, know, I, I, don't, I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah. Either that or I watched it and I didn't remember anything. But truthfully, I wear hearing aids now. And now yeah. there's, I use subtitles on just about everything I watch. So I, I, get, I realized I missed out on so much. And yeah, um, I'm yeah. just, I'm playing catch up, yeah. so I'm ready to I'm ready to go see it. You, you have got to go and see the you new know, one. But hey, Jurassic Park! I have a Jurassic Park story for you. Okay. So when I was a youth pastor in Ohio for about a year and a half, yeah, um, I worked part time at a theater. It was a Broadway play type of theater called the Norwalk Theater. It was pretty famous, Norwalk, Ohio. But they also showed movies on the weekends. Yeah. And way back in the '90s, I made ten bucks an hour. Oh. To show movies, I was the guy in the booth showing the movie. But it was, it was everything's digital now. Yeah, Back then, yeah. do you remember when you would watch a movie and right before it would switch scenes, it there would be like a splice in the film. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would yeah. have that line, and then all boom, it would be a yeah. new scene. So I would actually 
prepare the films. I would get it in a big tray and I would have to cut it. I would have to splice it together. Wow. Put them together and then you mark it and nobody else can see the marks, but you have a trained eye. And these were old carbon projectors. So there were two projectors, one with different reels on it. I would have my foot on a pedal and there was fire burning. I'm not even joking, like a what? carbon projector. And I would I would watch, <laughs> like I, if I took a bathroom break, I had to be very careful that I wasn't near the point where I was gonna have to switch projectors. Otherwise it would just go off the reel. So I would watch for these splice, these marks that I made in the film, no. like like these dots, no one else could, you know, would probably recognize it. And ah. and then as soon as I saw that dot, I would hit my my foot on the pedal to switch from one projector to the next. It was crazy. Oh, but man. but one of the films that I remember was Jurassic Park, the original. I the the that. first one. Yep, I, wow. I saw it like a million times. Yeah, my my wife loves them all, and so and well, I do as well. But she really gets into them. So so yeah. So uh, you know what's next though? Tate and his mate. If you are listening for the first time, this is where I throw a word or phrase from England or Great Britain uh, that isn't used in America, and Chuck Tate has to try and get it. I have to guess the meaning. You have to try and guess the meaning. So, this week, this week, I'm going to put this into context, okay? Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Well, he's all mouth and no trousers. <laughs> <laughs> that Chuck Tate, he's, he's all like, mouth and no trousers. Oh, he's all mouth and no trousers. Oh, he's just, he's just talk, no action. I'm going to say that. Oh, I you did. got it. Really? Yeah. yeah. I haven't got one in a while. Yeah, you got it. Well, all mouth, right. no trousers. Oh, uh, no trousers. All right. No, no action. Just, he's just talk. Yeah, all just right. talk. So, okay. Wait. Like, that's good. I made the... Made it pretty short hey, there. You got it, it right. It's, and it's a holiday episode, so oh, I finally got one. That's good. Yay, yay that's, me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and yay, Lotto. We want to thank her again for being oh, on today. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much. And we will. We'll have her, we'll b- have her back, back on we'll have her in back. a year or so. Once she's done the next season, so we can talk about it. But, uh, yeah, what a what an amazing time today. Chuck, thank you for being on Revival mm-hmm. Town Podcast. Thank you, mate. I uh, love having you on. Uh, we'll, we'll keep you around. Hey, thanks. Yeah, I love doing this. It's been, it's been fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, always well, a highlight. Yeah. So, make sure you're back next week. Yes. Don't blow off your finger. <laughs> it's Fourth of July. Oh yeah. <laughs> Be careful. Oh, well, we should have talked about fireworks stories. I, I got a couple of those. I too. thought you said don't pull up. <laughs> Yeah. Don't pull off your finger. <laughs> uh, uh, at this point, no one's even still listening. Yeah, know, it's I just know. me and you talking. I know, I know. <laughs> See you next week, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Revival Town Podcast. Make sure you're following us on social media and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information, head on over to RevivalTownPodcast.com. Oh,